All right, let's talk about the rule of 10. I will say it at my first, like, it's gonna be like, it's a rule of 10. No, um, I'm trying not to be explicit in this thing. So let's keep that toggle off. Okay, what is the rule of 10? The rule of 10 comes from when I taught at an alternative high school. And actually, based on that, it should be the rule of 12, but I thought 10, 10 feels like more round and nice. Um, so at the alternative high school, their whole thing was like, we have smaller classes. There was only 300 kids in the whole school. And some of my classes literally had like two kids in it. And that was like, too small because it just felt like the kids felt like, oh, this isn't even school. It's just two people were chilling. And I couldn't really like play games or like do group work or anything like that. Two was like too little. But my seventh period, for some reason, the, the counselor would always be like, sorry, Deanna, we got to add one more kid. We got to add one more kid. There was like a dumping ground. They didn't know where to put them. They would just keep adding kids. And so I ended up having like 21 in there, which I know there's many classes across the country that have more than 21. But when you're talking about kids in an alternative school who need a lot of one-on-one support, 21. And also at the end of the day, when they're like so ready to be gone. 21 was huge and awful and chaos and nobody was learning anything. So my friends and I who were teachers there would always be like, man, 12 should be like the absolute maximum that they're allowed to put in our class because some kids are always absent, especially at a school where kids don't want to come to school. And so like if you had a roster of 12, you would probably end up with like eight in class, which could be fun. You could play two, you could play a game, two teams of four. You could do partners. You would have, you know, four sets of two. Like it, it just feels a little more like a class, but also still small and manageable. And you can like work one-on-one -on -one with people. You could spend enough time with each person, but it still felt like a class. So when I was designing Content Playhouse, I was like, okay, every 10 person, every 10, every 10 people, every 10th person that enrolls, we will make a new class. Um, So right now we have three classes. We have the mushrooms, the cupcakes, and the unicorns. And I'm like, can you tell them, Giddy? I love it. Uh, So it has to be an emoji. That's the rule because then it is so cute on all our stuff and our reminders and our spreadsheet. Like the mushrooms meet at this time. The cupcakes meet at this day and time. The unicorns meet at this day and time. And then here's the beauty part of it. Like that's 10 people max on those rosters. So we can all get a chance to be heard. You can know everybody. Like it feels like the perfect number of people in a small group setting. But some people are always absent. Like not because they don't want to come, but because life happens and everybody's busy, right? So you as a mushroom are always welcome at any meeting. So a mushroom can totally come to a cupcake meeting or a unicorn meeting. The only thing is we can't guarantee that we'll have time for them because if all 10 cupcakes show up and there's a mushroom there, we might not have enough time to get to that mushroom. I have not ever had all 10 people show up before. So we always have room for another person. So essentially what's going to happen as the program grows is that every time we cross that 10th person, we get another section. I guess you could call it another class if I'm building a school, like I said I was. Um, So then you'll have like four opportunities a month to come to meetings. Because in Content Playhouse, we only meet once a month for group meetings. We also meet once a month for all day co-working. And I'll talk about that in another episode, but all day co-working is from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern. And you can come and go as you please. The point of Content Playhouse is not to learn more and overthink everything and question everything. The point of Content Playhouse is for you to be doing the thing and checking in sometimes when you need help. So you have the Voxer access with me, you have content reviews with me, and then you monthly meet with your group. So you're starting to make those relationships and connecting with those people. Um, and really you meet, you know, twice a month because co-working. However, I just wanted to talk about the rule of 10 because again, building a community where it is not my goal to make this community community so that I can sell it to as many people as possible while still only doing work for like a small group. 
You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, that's like the allure of building a community as the, as a capitalist business owner, right? To set up this thing where like, wow, this is so cool. I can teach five people or I can teach 500 people and I don't have to do any more work, but I get way more money. And that is not what I'm doing here. I am building this community so that yes, I will make more money the more people enroll, but I just want to make, make sure that you have space to be seen and heard and get to know the people you're working with and feel like we freaking care about you. Like you deserve that in any program you're in. So anyways, that's the rule of 10. I'm super excited about it. And since at this school, apparently I'm the teacher, the principal and the guidance counselor, I will not enroll more than 10 people in each section. So there you have it.